All right, good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Good to have you with us here today for our Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. It is uh, April 26th, 2021. And again, it's so good to have you with us all here today. A little change here. There we go. All right, very good. Let's get our devotion up on the screen. Uh, I'm using a different camera. I'm not entirely pleased with the framing of it. Uh, that's not going to work. How about there? Oh, that's better. All right, let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. All right, we say our new memory verse, the memory verse for this week. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, verse 6. Just this just a little bit. There we go. We say our psalm for this week, Psalm 115. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory, for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes um, but do not see. They have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both the small and the great. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to the children of men. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any who go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right. Our first reading today is from Colossians chapter 1, beginning in verse 19. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you, who 
once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight, if indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you, to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which had has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of, the, of this mystery among the Gentiles which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which he works in me mightily. There ends the reading. And then the reading for our catechesis today is from 1 Samuel chapters 3 and 4. Then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord, and the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out to battle against the Philistines and encamped against, or besides Ebenezer, and the Philistines encamped in Aphek. Then the Philistines put themselves in battle array against Israel, and when they joined battle, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men of the army in the field. And when the people had come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Shiloh to us, and when it comes among us, it may save us from the hand of our enemies. So the people sent to Shiloh that they might bring from there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Hosts, who dwells between the cherubim. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted so loudly that the earth shook. Now when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What does the sound of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews mean? Then they understood that the Ark of the Lord had come into the camp. So. The Philistines were afraid, for they said, God has come into the camp. And they said, Woe to us, for such a thing has never happened before. Woe to us, who will deliver us from the hand of these mighty gods. Who will deliver us? These are the gods who struck the Egyptians with all the plagues in the wilderness. Be strong and conduct yourselves like men, you Philistines, that you do not become servants of the Hebrews, as they have been to you. Conduct yourselves like men and fight. So, the Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated, and every man fled to his tent. There was a great, very great slaughter, and there fell of Israel thirty thousand foot soldiers. Also the ark of God was captured, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, died. Then a man of Ben-Hamin, Benjamin, ran from the battle line the same day, and came to Shiloh with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. Now when he came, there was Eli sitting on a seat by the wayside watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. 
And when the man came into the city and told it, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the noise of the outcry, he said, What does the sound of this tumult mean? And the man came quickly and told Eli. Eli was ninety-eight years old, and his eyes were so dim that he could not see. Then the man said to Eli, I am he who came from battle, and I fled today from the battle line. And he said, What happened, my son? So the messenger answered and said, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has been a great slaughter among the people. Also your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God has been captured. Then it happened when he made mention of the ark of God that Eli fell off the seat backward by the side of the gate, and his neck was broken, and he died. For the man was old and heavy, and he had judged Israel forty years. Now his daughter-in-law, Phineas's wife, was with child, due to be delivered. And when she heard the news that the ark of God was captured, and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and gave birth, for her labor pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, her death, the women who stood by her said to her, Do not fear, for you have borne a son. But she did not answer, nor, nor did she regard it. Then she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel because the ark of God had been captured, and because her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory has departed from Israel, for the ark of God has been captured. All right. What a tragic story, huh? There's much to be gained from it, I think. Um, There's more that will come later. Uh, That's a little dark. Let's go back to this. There we go. All right. Where did the Lord continue to appear? Uh, what does it say here? This is, of course, the, before the capital is established in Jerusalem. So, yeah, it's at, uh, at Shiloh, we're in Shiloh. How did the Lord reveal himself to Samuel? According to verse 21 there. How does he reveal himself to Samuel? That's quite explicit, right? The Lord revealed himself through his word. Through his word. All right. Um, to whom did Samuel preach, according to verse 1? Yeah, to all Israel. To all Israel. And where were the Israelites camped? This is actually kind of interesting. At Ebenezer, right? You know what Ebenezer means? Stone or rock of help. Uh-huh. So who rightly bears um, this, this name, Ebenezer? That would be Jesus, right? Uh, the rock that the builders have rejected. Um, I think we actually have a hymn that calls him our Ebenezer. Somebody will find it. It's like the third or fourth phrase in this hymn. I can't remember what stanza. <laughs> I can't remember which hymn. You have to look it up. Uh, what happened to Israel in the battle? With the Philistines, there in verse 2, they killed about, Israel de- defeated the Philistines, about 4,000 men were killed. Of course, what question puzzled um, the elders of Israel. Israel was defeated by the Philistines. 4,000 men were dead. Here I raise my Ebenezer. Yeah, I know. I can't remember what him it is. You'll have to Google it and tell me. Um, so what puzzles them? Why were we defeated? Oh, we always win. Why? And really even more remarkable, they said, why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Well, they got that part right. Okay. Give Lord. The Lord is the one who gives victory, right? Uh, what was their proposal then to reverse the situation? Uh, take matter into our own hands, right? Take the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord into the battlefield. 
Now, this is a confession of improper faith, right? Why is it a, this a confession of improper faith? Well, they're acting here uh, more in a superstitious way, aren't they? They're not trusting in the Lord um, because this is not the purpose of the ark. They intended to use the ark in ways that the Lord had not given uh, for its use. O thou font of every blessing. Yeah, that's right. That's the right hymn. Right, so um, this is always true with the Lord's gifts, right? Um, Sometimes they get misused, or um, um, those that have been appointed think of how uh, the gift of holy baptism is abused by some, and and it's taught in more of a superstitious way, like, uh, I don't know, a ticket to heaven or something like that. The Lord's Supper is used um, in ways that um, are not for the sake of faith and are not according to the word of Jesus, but rather um, to get drunk or um, you know to engorge themselves. You can read about read about that in First Timothy, right? And the same thing's happening here. Um, the ark is described, though, and how is the ark described? Now, yeah, the Lord dwells between the cherubim, right, and the mercy seat, and of course, the base of the ark then is the footstool. Who came with the ark? Remember what we talked about, excuse me, last week, the sons of Eli, right? Hophni and Phinehas. Uh, What happened before the ark entered into the camp? It says here that the men of Israel shouted so loudly that the earth shook. Hmm. Of course, uh, the Philistines are afraid, right? Hearing that the ark had come into the camp, they were quite afraid. What did they, what confession did they make in verse 8 about the God of Israel? This is really important. Woe to us! Who will deliver us from the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods that struck the Egyptians with all the plagues in the wilderness. Huh? News travels, doesn't it? Um, of course, due to the misuse of, of God's people and their confidence, their superstitious confidence in this ark, uh, what happened? Israel was again defeated, this time not with 4,000, but with 30,000 foot soldiers. And the Philistines captured um, the Ark. The Ark of God was captured here, and Hophni and Phinehas died in battle. Uh, who ran to Shiloh? It says here, a man or a son of Benjamin. And Eli, of course, was sitting by the road in a chair. Um, this is not the first time we've actually bumped into um, Eli sitting in a chair by the side of the road. Um, similar would be back in, back with Hannah. Uh, let's see if we can pull it up here. First Samuel chapter 1. Uh, verse 9. So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord, and he had bitterness in his heart. Right? So Eli was sitting by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. Hannah made the vow to give the Lord to her son. It's all in that context. So we're kind of going, coming full circle here with his disobedient sons as well. Uh, what, do, what does it say that Eli feared? Yeah, it says that his heart feared or trembled for the ark of God. Right. How is Eli described in verse 15? He's 98 years old and couldn't see. Uh, when, of course, does Eli die? Or how does he die, even? Yeah, it says that when the mention of the ark is made, this is verse 18, he fell off his seat backward by the side of the gate and his neck was broken. 
How long had he led Israel? What does it say here? Verse 18 again. He had judged Israel for 40 years. What happened to the wife of Phineas? See, this is all prophecy coming true, of course. Yeah, she died while in childbirth. Um, and she, of course, had a son, right? And what did the woman try to tell her that she had given birth to a son? Uh, why would this be a word of comfort? She had given birth to a son. Well, yes, because of the word of promise, right? The offspring that would crush the serpent's head. Of course, what name does she give um, to him? You have it here. His name is Ichabod, which of course you're thinking of Moby Dick probably, right? Which means no glory. It's without glory. Kavod is, is the word for glory. So, uh, without glory, because the glory had departed from Israel. Hmm. Meditation on this text, Israel had forgotten who the real rock of help was, the real Ebenezer. God was revealing himself through his word spoken through Samuel, but they took the ark from Shiloh rather than seeking the word of the Lord to save them. They used the ark in ways not intended by the Lord. In this way, they were making the Lord and his ark an idol because they were regarding the ark as having power apart from the word of the Lord. Even the Philistines correctly observed that the God of Israel had delivered them from Egypt. But Israel turned to the ark for their own purposes, much as they had once turned to the golden calf. The slaughter of Israel was great because they had placed their faith in the thoughts and inclinations of their own hearts, rather than in the word of the Lord's promise. So we too should place our faith in the Lord's word of promise in holy baptism and the supper. Indeed, it is not the water or the eating and drinking which does these things, but the word of God. True faith only believes, receives, and trusts in what the Lord gives. I thought of another example of the misuse of uh, the holy things. Um, the way that the, uh, uh, the Roman church takes a reserved host, you know, the bread of the sacrament, um, and puts it in something called a monstrance, uh, which usually looks like a sun and has a clear like, glass in the middle. And then they put it, that's on a stick and they parade it around in the city on Corpus Christi Day. Um, many of uh, Roman churches actually have what they call uh, adoration chapels, and that's where they reserve uh, the body and blood of Christ from the sacrament. They leave it there. Uh, rather than eat and drink it, they, they leave the leftovers there to be adored so you come and pray before the body and blood of Christ, uh, which is not according to the word of the Lord. He said, take, eat, take, drink. Yeah. So, um, most, I, I, I think Lutherans are kind of somewhat inconsistent on this, but um, to me, the best practice, of course, is to, um, is to eat and drink all that remains, right? Uh, leave none of it over until morning, thinking of the Passover. Right? So uh, I try to make sure that we portion out only what we need uh, as far as the sacrament, only consecrate what we need, and then whatever is left, um, you know, we consume. Um, or in the case of the wine, we would pour it out uh, on the ground if there's too much to be consumed. All right. Just as an example there. We confess our uh, catechism this week. It's the table of duties, this time to wives. Say it with me. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Ephesians 5.22 This is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to make themselves beautiful. They were submissive to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her master. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. 1 Peter 3, verses 5 through 6. We pray. O Lord Jesus, by your word and spirit, fashion all Christian women into wives 
made in the image of your bride, the church. Teach them to submit to their husbands as to you, their Lord and Savior. Give them hearts that trust in your word, honor their husbands, and look to them for love and spiritual headship. Deliver them from all fear and faithlessness. Where their husbands fail them, support them with your grace and let them find their sufficiency in you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. On this Monday, we pray for faith to live in the promises of holy baptism, for all vocations and daily work, for the unemployed, for the salvation and well-being of our neighbors, for our schools, our homeschools, our colleges and seminaries, and for good government and peace. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord of mercy. Help us, good Lord, by the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, and by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord of mercy. Pray in thanksgiving with Eric, Esther, Janice, Dale, Preston, who all celebrated their birthday yesterday or today, Leah, who celebrated her baptism yesterday, Amanda, who rejoices in the gift of healing, we commend Arthur, to the gift of holy baptism soon. As a matter of fact, I think Cassidy left me voicemail just now. (laughs) Um, We also pray for those who are ill, receiving treatment and recovering, especially Tristan, Marcella, Kelsey, Roy, John, Timothy, Janice, and Sandy, Linda, Ken, Aaron, Penny, and Blair. Pray for our homebound, Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey, and for the missions and mercy work of the church, especially Lutheran Heritage Foundation, and Pastor Bloss. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. And pray our collect for this week. Almighty God, you show those in error the light of your truth, so that they may return to the way of righteousness. Grant faithfulness to all who are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's church, that they may avoid whatever is contrary to their confession, and follow all such things as are pleasing to you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, we sing our hymn for this week. Um, running a little bit late. Uh, what hymn stanzas did we appoint? I think one and four were the two on our prayer guide. So let's sing one and four today. Maybe we'll sing the rest of it next week or tomorrow, next time. <laughs> there we go.
Welcome you, faithful grace of strength, of triumphant gladness. God has brought his Israel into joy from sadness. Loose from Pharaoh's bitter yoke, Jacob's sons and daughters, led them with unmoistened foot, for today among his own Christ appeared bestowing his deep peace which evermore passes human knowing. Neither could the gates of death nor the tomb dark mortal, nor the watchers, nor the seal, hold him as a mortal. All right, that concludes our congregation of prayer for today, April 26, 2021. So good to have you with us all. Uh, apologies for getting just a few minute late start. Uh, I was able to finally, I was not able to actually get my bike fixed. I was, <laughs> but I was, well, I spent uh, extraordinarily too much money and I got it. Um, I bought a new bike because there's no parts available. You can thank uh, the COVID thing for that. So uh, so I got in a little bit later and my, my schedule is a little bit different. So regardless, uh, it's good to be back out, although it was a little brisk this morning yet. All right, so Lord be with you all. Um, if you didn't already catch yesterday, um, the Full Divine Service is available on YouTube and on Facebook, uh, as well as the Bible study it actually recorded. Um, I switched cameras and that seems to have fixed it. Um, so you can uh, watch or listen to the Bible study. All of that's available on our website. You can see down below, stjohnrandomlake.org. Um, you can go to church and then media or whatever it's labeled, audio, video, something like that. And uh, on that page, you'll find links um, to every all of the places where you can get our content. Uh, so I encourage you to do that, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, whatever you're watching on, um, you can go back. Um, I think the Bible study was quite lively. We had a guest who uh, had many questions, which was uh, exciting and entertaining at times. Um, keeps me on my toes. I appreciate that. Uh, kind of sometimes wish our own members would be a little bit more uh, um, random abstract and just throw weird questions at me all the time just to keep things interesting. <laughs> but regardless, um, I think uh, it was also helpful. Many of the questions were quite helpful. So go check that out um, at your leisure. Otherwise, we'll see you again tomorrow, 9 a.m. for our congregation of prayer. See you then.